Welcome to Ambitious Hippies, a place where you are free to be who you are and live life on your own terms. I'm your host, Courtney Vi Weaver, an entrepreneur and self-proclaimed ambitious hippie obsessed with healing, growth, and deepening my connection to self, my purpose, and the collective. On Ambitious Hippies, we share personal stories, life lessons, lots of laughter, daily practices, and insights on building wealth and soul health, and also connect with other human beings doing the exact same thing. My hope is that you write your own rules of life and truly live them. So let's get into it, shall we? Welcome to Ambitious Hippies. I am your host, Courtney By Weaver. Today, I am joined by my favorite human on the planet. He's pretty much a co-host at this point, Michael Weaver, my husband, my partner for life. Hello. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> we're we're going to do an RV confessionals because it's been a, a different emotion and a different mood the past few weeks. And so I want to bring back RV confessionals because we haven't finished the trip yet. So where we left off was the biggest heartbreak of the trip. You can go back and catch up if you want to review that episode. And we were leaving Temecula, California. So let's pick it back up. Leaving Temecula. Yes. Let's let's fill them in because what we're getting ready to talk about, this little stretch that we're getting ready to do in the RV, is one of my top experiences that we had. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I know we have a lot of ground to cover, and we're definitely going to cover all the ground. So yeah. if, I don't know what accent that was, ground. Oh. <laughs> I got excited thinking about <laughs> our trip. So you're listening, and if you don't know, we have we bought an RV back in February, left, and started traveling in March. And we were taking you along the journey of what it was like to travel in the RV. And so we're going to keep the the fun train going. And we're going to tell you leaving Temecula, heading into Northern California. And I think the theme of this stretch is how things start is not always how they finish. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Temecula, man. So it was quite the learning lesson Uh when we, when we left Temecula. Uh, So if any of you out there depend on technology and you're like, technology knows everything. You may uh, you may want to go ahead and use your human abilities to make sure that technology is correct because <laughs> in the coach so in a coach you have to start it so it airs up the bags under over the wheels okay it's kind of like your suspension system well we started the RV got it all packed up ready to roll and uh, the gauges all right and I did a walk around but I didn't really pay attention look I'm I'm new to this I'm like two and a half weeks in still so three weeks. The gauges are like, it's aired up. It's ready mm-hmm. to roll. So what do Courtney and I do? We roll. We roll. Yeah. The computer says it's good. We're we're ready to go. So uh, <laughs> so we get on. Luckily, there's only a three-mile stretch until until a six-lane six highway since we're in California. And, uh, <clears throat> well, very soon after we pull out of our spot, get on the road, which is a three-lane road, um, so it's, it's, it's fairly busy, we know something's wrong because our coach feels like a freaking jump house. Like it's like jumping down the road. You know when you're in like a jump house, like when you're a kid. A and bounce house. A bounce house. Yeah, jump house, bounce house. And you're jumping and somebody like jumps beside you and you lose your you lose your like jump and you kind of fall down. That's what our coach feels like going down the road. I mean, it is up and down, up and down, up and down. And we're only going 15 miles an hour and it feels like 
we're jumping. We're on off a roller coaster. Yeah, we are bouncing like a trampoline down the highway. So we panic. We're like, what do we do? Do we stop in the middle of the road? Do we get to the highway? We had this moment where we looked at each other and we said, something's wrong, right? Yeah, something's definitely wrong. So we get we get to the highway. <laughs> we get to the highway. And we start researching like, okay, what's going on here? And now we're on the six lane highway headed, you know, going north in California. And we realize the only way to solve this problem is to drop the jacks and level it out again. Um, and this isn't an easy feat to do because it's, uh, remember, right. we're pulling, it's about 66 feet and we're alongside traffic and there's semis, it's moving. So you have that gush of wind when you pull off the side of the road. Um, it's a scary thing because we're having to go through our normal oh. protocol of like walking outside the vehicle. You have crazy. to put the cat up. You have to do like, all these things. So, we're on the shoulder of the freaking of a six lane highway. And we have to put our jacks down, mm-hmm. which anyone you have to, you're supposed to be level when you put your jacks down. Well, good luck trying to get level on a shoulder going uphill on a six lane road where you really can't drive your coach anymore because we don't want to break it. We don't want to tear it up. We I felt like we were lucky that we even got to where we were three miles down the road. And so that's how our story starts. Yep. So this is leaving how- <laughs> Temecula headed to Yep. Paso. So things aren't always just because it how this is how it starts. It's not going to be how it finishes. So we get to Paso. Um, Paso? Paso? Paso. We, we Paso say, Robles? We, we say Paso Robles. I don't know. I'm I not that fancy. Some people say Paso Robles. I, yeah. Robles. I don't Robles. know. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, this place is known for wine. And if you are somebody who likes the experience and you want to do like the Napa thing, you want to do Sonoma, I highly recommend go to Paso. Because it's not as busy. It's a beautiful area. Um, it just really hasn't become that like touristy Napa feeling yet. So we get there and we're staying in this beautiful spot. But our, again, technology freaking failed us and routed us down this country road. Guys, this was a hell of a day. It was. We, we start off on the shoulder yeah. of the road thinking we tore up our coach. And we end the day going down like a country ass back gravel road that Uh our gps takes us down that then we have to back out of yeah it's raining which is a great thing for california because they're always in a drought so it's raining and you can't back up our coach if you do that with a truck attached it will literally fold the arms and it's a bad truck it's a bad situation so we have to get out unhook do this whole thing michael of course one of his best abilities and i would say if you were somebody who is always feeling like, oh, I need more help. I'm not getting things done. Why does this always happen to me? I would challenge you to really start looking at areas where people want to show up and help you. So he has this great ability of if we get in a situation, he starts looking around for people to help really quick. Like he's very quick to say, I don't know the answer, but somebody here can help me. And they just show up. They're like angels. They come out of nowhere. So this woman comes out of nowhere, literally, <laughs> on this country road who happens to live, like, down the, you know, two houses down, helps us get navigated out because we're having to, you know, back up. I'm in the truck. He's in the RV. We, It's hard to coordinate. So then we get settled, and it's just this beautiful reminder of – how much you can endure mm-hmm. as a human being that all happened in a matter of, you know, six to eight hours. And we went from 
you know, all the ranges of fear and doubt and how did we get here to, okay, we're here. And this is where it really kind of kicks off for me because there's so much to do in this little area. Oh yeah. Paso Robles is awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. And it's still wild to where, you know, a lot of California is still farm ground and they still have animals and it's a huge agriculture state. So we're still dealing with that in this area. So, you know, there's a horse show down the road. It's just really cool. And one of my things that I loved and it was my favorite experience we did while we were here and it was the light show sensorio mm, it magical was magical it was these fields of this giant light installation and it looked like avatar mixed with fairies mixed with wonderful music coming out of the the speakers and it was just this whole experience. Oh, it was a vibe for sure. I it mean, was, it was incredible. You, literally, we watched the sunset, mm-hmm. and as the sun sets, all of these lights in these—I don't know how many acres of fields, but a large, large field—and um, all these lights of, of different colors start coming on, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely one of the coolest things I've ever like actually physically experienced and seen in my life. Oh yeah. Cause you, I mean, where we're facing, you literally watch the sun go down, you know, that feeling where, and I'm always trying to chase this. And I think this is something as an adult that I never want to lose is that feeling of awe and wonder Mm -hmm. when you, you know, children, you see it all the time when they see something for the first time where they experience something for the first time they find the beauty and the most simple things. I'm always trying to chase that feeling. And when I was at this spot, if you don't feel awe and wonder, you don't have a pulse. This is, yeah. it is absolutely incredible. It's just such an experience that everyone should do. And it's the first. So they're doing seven more of these. They're going to make it huge. Mm-hmm. So this is just phase one. So this is, if you do nothing else, I mean, there's a lot Y'all, that you can do. Highly recommend checking definitely. this out. It is it is awesome. And um, yeah, it was just, I mean, then you get to walk through it. You like It's not like you just, you just watch the sunset and leave. No, you watch it go from light to dark so you get a the beautiful picture of this of the you're facing the west so you mm-hmm. watch the sunset over it and then you actually get to go walk through it yeah like it is freaking magical so cool and they have like and food what was that since what is it sensorio sensorio yeah okay they have food and drinks and it, it's just oh it's incredible fire pits and it's it, everything every element that you want in your life it's there so we get to experience that which i absolutely love mm-hmm. we had a pool so we got a lot of pool time in Um, but if you remember back when we were in San Diego, we met these wonderful people who gifted us a boat cruise. Yeah. And it just so happened. This was kind of the spot in the trip where we were like, yes, we're going to say yes to life. We're going to say yes to opportunity. (laughs) And so we decide to spend one of the days at the wineries called Sculptera, which is actually, um, it's a sculpture garden. So they had like, you know, art vendors and and sculptures, which I totally geek out. What better? You get you get to go drink some yes. wine. You get to look at art. Like, let's go. So we're there. Mm-hmm. And we hear off in the distance. Michael. <laughs> Michael. And, and I'm like, hello? Oh, what's up, Bill? 
<laughs> yeah. So it was our friends that we met in San Diego. Um, just so happened to be at that spot. We did not communicate that. We didn't know they were going to be there. Um, so what was going to be a quick little easy trip for us and just like, oh, we'll, we'll have a drink and walk through the, you know, the, the sculpture garden and spend a few hours here. Wound up being an entire day. Like we picnicked. We did the whole thing. Yep. Again. Just- entire day, I think. Two, maybe three bottles of wine. <laughs> so that was that's, the, that's that's always what gets us in trouble. That's how we ended up with an RV. That's true. That's, maybe that's not the best. All good things. All good things. <laughs> all good things. So that was incredible. Um, that was just. That is funny. Like it's yeah. a small world. Like people that we met in San Diego, and they weren't even not even supposed to be there. They were supposed to go be somewhere else, but just happened to reroute. Mm-hmm. Had no idea we were there. We had no idea they were there. So just. It's a really cool, and then obviously from then we uh, we hit it off and went off. Like so, a couple days later, we went to a jazz bar. Yeah, we um, went to a jazz club. We went to a just uh, freaking awesome. Yeah. I felt like Anchorman, like jazz flute. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. We had front row tickets, and we did a speakeasy. So there was a lot to do in Paso. What we're Paso. what we're trying to say is go to go to Paso, Paso, Paso whatever. <laughs> Tomato, us, us Midwesterns, I don't know <laughs> if we're saying it right or not, but definitely go there. Um, and I think Paso Robles be open to the experience, you know, seeing them and having that reminder, and even just the whole journey itself, regardless of what everyone else says or what you see on the news or on the internet, people are incredibly kind and gracious. Like, it is remarkable how much how wonderful human beings are for the most part to each other and how they're willing to help each other in situations and how we depend on each other to, you know, share connection, how vital connection is. And I think for us, it was really good because we hadn't, it had been a little bit since we'd seen somebody we knew. Mm -hmm. And so that was the first time it had been a few weeks. And again, remember like you're completely plucked from your environment. So you're on the road. So you have no consistency, your mailman. There is, I mean like thing, little things that you become so accustomed to your grocery store and seeing the same people on your, your walk every day, that's gone. So something new every week. Yeah. Um, So seeing people, new locations, new, the only thing that is constant is you and your family and yeah, who you're with. Yeah. That's it. That's it. In your environment you're living in. Yeah. So, incredible trip. Um, Really did a lot of healing because we were coming off a tough, tough journey in Temecula. You started doing yoga with me. Yep. Which was, um, (sighs) I thought that was my thing. And then when you started doing it, I was like, what the hell? This is, I I don't. What the hell? (laughs) Give any things. Let me me have it. And then you were really good at it. And I was like, okay, well, this is, this is absolutely freaking ridiculous. I think you're giving me a little bit too much credit. Dude, you did a crow pose, like right off the bat, which is hard. Did a crow pose. No big deal. Crow pose. (laughs) Did a crow pose. All right. Then we go, what? So we start yoga. We do all that stuff. Then it's time to go. Just when the fun kicks off on an RV adventure, it's time to move on. Yep. So, um. And we stayed at Cava Robles there, which was probably one of the best RV parks we've been to. So then we go to Lodi. So Lodi is... Also um, known for wine. Yeah, is also known for wine. And we do a harvest host, so that's where we're self-contained. So we have to make sure that we're filled up with water. Everything's, all of our tanks are emptied because we're going to go boondock for a few days. 
And um, it was incredible. We stayed at Van Ruten Winery, and it was right in the vineyards. So boondocking. Yeah. Boondocking means we're not staying at a campground. No. Boondocking means, in this scenario, that we're staying at a winery. (laughs) You heard that right, a winery. So there's no hookups. There's no bathrooms. So that's why we have to make sure that the water tanks are full. Mm -hmm. The other tanks are empty. Yeah. That we've got plenty of fuel for our generator. And then we're staying at a winery for a few days, which, you know, that's that's not a bad deal. No. And Harvest Host, like whenever we boondocked, that was my favorite because it felt like we were actually camping when you are not connected to anything. And I mean, most of the places that we stayed had a lot of land. So like at night, especially in this spot, we're going out and we're walking the vineyards. Met the owner. He was super sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, kept telling me to take Lola off of her leaf, leash and let her run. So we did. We did. <laughs> like You don't got to tell me twice. Um, so that was a great experience. We stayed there for a few days, hopped around, did a lot of wine tasting, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah. There, that region is, is great. I mean, there's <laughs> so many wineries and uh, it's pretty low key too yeah. uh, compared to like your normal wine region. So I think that's why, why we like Paso and Lodi so much. Yeah. And there Lodi is one that's in a bay. Um, so you can reach the water pretty quickly, which is cool. I mean, anytime you're in California, California is a giant state, but you have so much ease to, I mean, they're going to be in the mountains or I'm going to be on a hiking trail or I'm going to be at the ocean or whatever that looks like. So I think that was cool. And the next spot we go to, so we're in Lodi for a few days. We're going to go to Sacramento. And the only reason we're going to Sacramento is because we are getting ready to go back out into civilization because we have a speaking gig. <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> so booked we, gotta, a, uh, yeah, we got asked to do a, uh, asked to come and, and help some, an agent's territory. Yeah. So out. we're going to speak in <clears throat> North Carolina. So we got to wash the dirt and the dreads off and go back out into, um, the real world. So we have to be close to an airport because there's a lot of like coordination with the animals and bringing parents in. So Sacramento is, is our next stop and it's where we're going to wrap up this episode. Sacramento is probably the first time that I realized, holy shit, we are camping because up until this spot, every single spot, RV park, campground has been nice well san diego was super nice temecula was nice paso was sedona like all of them this is the first one where i pull in and i'm like oh my god we're at a freaking campground we could barely get our coach in oh man like it was um but it was just a layover spot so it's not a big deal no but it it it, you know that moment where you're like oh oh because then I have this realization that we're going up north into Northern California and it's just going to continue to get more desolate. Yeah. And I thought, oh God, I'm going to tip my toe in the, <laughs> I'm going to go get on an airplane, fly somewhere, be around people and then come back. Am I going to be okay to adjust back into like, all right, get the dreads back out. RV Courtney's coming back out. Yes. 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 I did. I bounced right back. <laughs> no problem. I got back in the we, we RV. Em- we embraced it. So, yeah, Sacramento was quick. Sacramento, because we were gone for, what, three days, um, flew over to North Carolina, did our thing, came back. My favorite part, <clears> though, <throat> I cannot I cannot skip this without telling you guys, my favorite part of Sacramento, they had a food truck there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so mm-hmm. we had- At the campground. At the campground. 
campground. Mm-hmm. So we always like to make the most of every situation. So we decided to have fat kid food truck day. <laughs> so <laughs> what did we do? We said there are no rules, which is how we like to live. There are no rules. What are we ordering? So we ordered funnel cakes and fried Oreos mm-hmm. and all the things, all the things. And we had a fat kid food truck day and it was phenomenal. So even if you're in a campground that you're like, oh my gosh, this is a step back in time. They might have a food truck and they might bring you back to your childhood in all the right ways. Yeah. So the, the food truck was awesome. Um, that was great. We, we definitely hit that up before we left, came back. And then we were blessed enough that we flew. Um, we, uh, my parents came out to watch because mm-hmm. look, we got the kids with us. We got Lola, Rocky, yep. Phoenix. We're all in this, in this, we're camper. all in this together. We're all in this coach together. So my parents come out and, uh, Watch, watch the, yeah. watch the kiddos, and then we uh, we get back and we end Sacramento in uh, wine country. So we actually drive to Napa mm-hmm. and do the Napa Napa thing for a day because yeah. um, my parents had never been there, so wanted to show them that. And then we're about to hit the road. We're about to hit the road. So this is this has been um, pretty much all of Middle California. So leaving Southern California, going up the up the state, and then our next spot where we're going to pick back up is we're headed to the redwoods. So we're going to see some big ass trees. We're going to see some big trees. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, so my parents came out in San Diego, show them the Pacific Ocean. Michael's parents have never seen the redwoods, so um, his dad really wanted to see big trees. So that's where we're going to head next. But this whole episode, what started as as us bouncing down the highway, ended up with. Really an incredible experience. So don't judge an experience by how it starts because it's going to unfold and how it finishes is, is going to be something that might surprise you. So you, you learn, like you just learn from things. It's all part of the journey. All part of the journey. Yep. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Ambitious Hippies. You guys, if you love this episode and you love the show, do me a favor. You you already know what I'm going to say. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Tag us on social media. If you have questions about living out of an RV, hit me up. Like, it was such a great experience. I'm going to bring you guys. We're going to finish the rest of our trip. So we still got to go through the Redwoods. Um, and then we still have a solid six weeks. We got to get through and share with you guys what we went through. So stay tuned for next week's episode. We'll pick back up in the Redwoods. And as always, stay wild, friends. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ambitious Hippies. If you love the podcast, do us a favor and leave us a rating and review. And if you're on social media, tag us in your stories or use the hashtag ambitious hippies. I appreciate you spending your time with me. You truly are magical. And I thank you again for being a part of this amazing community.